The Holy Zohar teaches that davening has to be in complete silence. That when davening Shemona Esrei, when standing before God, one's voice should not be heard. One should just be mouthing, articulating the words with the mouth, but in a complete whisper to the extent that one doesn't even hear one's own voice. According to Panemius Satora, prayer has to be in complete silence. One can't even hear one's own whisper. What's the reason? So as we learned, according to Nigla, according to the external part of Torah, the halacha, tefillah is asking for what you need. When a person needs something, you have a mitzvah from the Torah to ask Hashem for it. Like the story that one time the Holy Reb Nassim of Breslov was sitting with his Rebbe with Reb Nachman. And all of a sudden Reb Nachman heard a clunk. Something fell under the table. So Reb Nachman said to Reb Nassim, what was that? Reb Nassim says, my shoelace is broken so my shoes keep falling off. So Reb Nachman said to Reb Nassim, have you davened for shoelaces? And Reb Nassim said, I, sh- I should daven for shoelaces. I should bother God for shoelaces. Reb Nachman said, where else are you going to get shoelaces from? Whenever a person needs anything, there's a mitzvah from the Torah to daven to Hashem. But Chassidus, which is the Pneumius, which is the inner light, explains and shines that what's the inner idea of tefillah? That asking for what you need is what you do when davening. But davening itself, the ikr, the main part of davening, is like the Gemara says in Tainus, Ezo Avedusha Belev Zutfila, what's serving God with the heart? How do you serve God with your heart? That's prayer. The ikr, the main part of davening, is the kavana machshevas halev, the kavana, the meditating on Hashem. And that's according to the Gemara and Tainus, but according to the Zohar, according to Pnimi Satora, Kabbalah and Chassidus, even more than that. Shmona Estre is not just Kavana, Shmona Estre is that part of davening where one reaches Tachlis Hadveikos, ultimate cleaving and oneness with God. Shmona Estre, according to Chassidus, is not just standing before the king, but being nullified within the king. Being like a drop going back into the ocean, a spark back into the bonfire. That's what Shemana Esrei is. Shemana Esrei is being in the world of Atsilus, the highest of the worlds, the world of Atsilus, the world of emanation, where all there is is God, Olam Achdus, where only Hashem exists. There is nothing other than God. And by Shemana Esrei, you come to that level where there's nothing other than Hashem. So when the Gemara says in Brachis, that by tefillah one has to be ka'imid melech, like standing before the king. According to Allah, that's the position one should be in, and the feeling that one should have that one is standing before the king when davening, when asking for one's needs. But according to Pnimis Torah, standing before the king is what davening is. The essence of davening is the encounter, the encounter with God and the subsequent absorption of self into God. And the Lubavitcher Rebbe said once that, you know, the Gemara says that if you're standing Shemona Esrei, even if the king, a Jewish king, comes and says to you, Shalom Aleichem, you don't respond to the king. By Kriyashma, you're allowed to, but by to, to respond to the king if he wants to interrupt and some other people, One's father, one's Rebbe, but when it comes to Shemona Esrei, even if the king asks how you are, you're not allowed to respond. And the Rebbe said once that according to Hasidus, the Pnei Mizdik of Inyan of that is not just that you hear the king 
and you're not able to respond because halacha said so, because you're standing before the king. But the truth is that the reason you don't respond is because you don't exist. By Shemona Esrei, you're not a separate, you, you're, your existence of self doesn't exist anymore. You just exist as God. And therefore we understand that according to the Zohar, one's prayer has to be in silence because prayer essentially is silence. Prayer is the silencing of self, the swallowing up of self into God. That one is so completely unified within God that one doesn't feel one's own being to the extent that one doesn't hear one's own voice at all. In the words of the Alter Rebbe, Shemona Esrei is bitul v'hiskalalus, nullification and becoming included within God. V'lochin that's why prayer is in silence, because it is bechinas bitul b'metzias mamish, losing one's existence completely, legamre, v'hainu bechinas hishtapchus via mamish, that one's soul is poured out into the lap of one's of our Father of Hashem, Lios Kain Vefis Mamish to come to a state of being nothingness and zero other than God. And to the extent that the actual the Altar of Esantanya in chapter thirty eight, if that's the essence of what Tfil is, why does one have to move one's lips? Why does one have to have Dibur at all? And he explains that that's to rectify the animal soul, to bring the light of God also on the animal soul and the body, to bring the body also into prayer, not just thinking it, not just meditating, but by moving the lips, that's bringing the light of prayer onto the body and the animal soul as well. Because ultimately God wants to dwell in the physical world, in our bodies. They're also part of God's totality. But the Alter Rebbe then says that 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 we daven in silence is only bizman hazeh. But when Mashiach comes, we're going to daven Shmurna Esrei loudly, which is the secret of l'chad as we'll learn more Mitzvah Shem tomorrow.